listening to the Unfreak Parents Podcast, episode 075. You're seen to chat about life, family, and of course, Unfreak McGee. I'm Sarah Jahimiak, podcast host, writer, mom of three, wife, and total Unfreak. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the show. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode, which featured part two of my conversation with Umphreys McGee bassist Ryan Stasek. There is a link to that, as well as part one of our conversation in the show notes so that you can check it out. This week, we will pick it back up with show recaps and chat about the band's return to the stage after about a month off. The first two nights of the Athens-Georgia run, October 17th and October 18th at the Georgia Theater. We'll also chat about Joel's solo show. Next week, we will cover night three of this run, as well as the show at the Mill and Mine in Knoxville, Tennessee. So be sure to come back and check that out. And before we dive into all of that... I would quickly like to mention, if you are looking to get the word out about your shirts, your pins, your jewelry, the prints that you make, or that your band is going on tour, maybe your small business is looking for some like-minded folks to work with, Umfreak Parents Podcast would love to help you get the word out. With ad time on the show, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, and more, Umfreak Parents Podcast can help you reach and be seen by tons of fellow Umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow Umf family. Email umfreakparentspodcast at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more. All right, so let's get to this seriously out of this world weekend of music. October 17th, night one of three at the Georgia Theater in Athens, Georgia, a venue the band has played at 17 times after this three-night run, the first three-night run for them at this venue. The last time they played back in 2015 was the first two-night run at this venue, October 26th and 27th, and the very first time that they made appearance on this stage was March 1st, 2002. And with this amazing three-night run and the four nights at the Tabby for the most recent New Year's Eve run, it is very, very obvious that Georgia really loves them some Umphreys. The weekend would start off with Cut the Cable, followed by Walletsworth, Joel seductively dancing into the jam slightly after four minutes, sashaying back into the lyrics about a minute later, After Bayless expresses the shared excitement to be back in Athens, the set continues dancing into Draconin. Things begin to get real mucky about four and a half in, thanks to Stasek, as it sinks into its jam, dancing open about a minute later, beginning to really open more a little bit later than that and fully revealing itself slightly after 11 and moving right into those lyrics. I mean... We all know what I'm talking about. Those lyrics. (laughs) The Lanier coming up next, beginning to bring all these little Legos together, building up about five and a half, mounting higher as it continues on, 
fully resonating this monster that they constructed slightly after eight minutes, but almost feeling like it was too hot. So setting it down to cool and moving in a different direction slightly before nine and a half, becoming more ominous and dark, and then switching directions completely and serving us a nice little helping of Got Your Milk. Confidently dancing into Tribute to the Spinal Shaft next, fully tumbling into its adventure about seven and a half in, opening into this jam that sounds very familiar to me about nine minutes, specifically a few minutes later, about ten and a half, and then again slightly after 11 minutes. Have a listen to this. And tell me what you think. I was not able to find anything about it. So if it is something, you know where it came from, anything like that, please let me know. Um, how you can reach out to the show is in the show notes. So please let me know if, uh, if that jam is something familiar. Rounding out the first set with the bottom half, this one beginning to go on a sweet, hopeful jam about three and a half, fully expanding out a few minutes later, blossoming open and soaring way out, rounding the corner and boomeranging back into the bottom half. Set two opened with Dump City, and I feel I've mentioned this before, but I love when they open a show or a set with this tune. I'm not sure what it is about it, but it definitely is a great way to get things started. This one would contain what I felt was one of the highlight jams during the evening, heading out about five minutes, but really getting its feet about a minute later, continuing on and then rounding the corner about nine minutes and showing its full expansion, not going off on some massive adventure, instead coming back down to earth about a minute later to collect its thoughts before gaining the energy to adventure off again, Bursting open slightly after 12 minutes, just illuminating all of this energy way, way out, stumbling back into Dump City about two minutes later. Miami Virtue dancing off slightly after five minutes, returning back full of sexiness about eight minutes-ish, moving into a more seriously looming feeling about two minutes later, sounding like we may be moving into something really dramatic, but instead kicking the door wide open with women, wine, and song. Another personal favorite, my favorite Jake and Joel song. I just love the beginning of that with Joel. I know you know what I'm talking about, but when they go into that, I just love Joel and that song. I especially like the way that this one slid right into DBK, which would contain the other jam I felt was a highlight from the evening, This massive DBK coming in at a little over 24 minutes, having a little bit of an interstellar galaxy vibe to it via Joel, about five minutes, going off on its merry way for a bit, returning to stable ground slightly after nine minutes, Chris and Stasic laying the foundation to continue this massive adventure, continuing to dance on, and I will say I did hear that it doesn't matter western sounding jam peeking out for a second in the 14 minute mark as it makes its landing back to earth and again coming to cool but not for very long jumping up and popping right into dbk as they begin to steer this thing back into port just 
massive and most certainly deserves a listen if you've not listened to this yet. I've put it away on my 2019 Hall of Fame list to for sure come back to that one. It's just quite an adventure, so definitely give that a listen. This set coming to a close with a cover of the Prince tune, 1999, only played a total of four times, including this most recent one. A newer cover for the band, debuting on October 28, 2017 in St. Paul, Minnesota, This show was when they all dressed like Prince, and then they played a couple of Prince tunes throughout the evening. Most of them were a debut that night. The last time this saw play was last year at Summer Camp Music Festival on May 26th. Chris just slaying the vocals on this 100%. Encore for the evening would be Phil's Farm, which I love numbers, so I'll mention this. Phil's clock's in at 1348 minutes a little nerdiness for you there and also random side note there is a facebook group hey look it's the umphreys number i'll throw the link to that group in the show notes if you're interested in joining and letting your true umphreys nerdiness fly this fills sinks in slightly after three minutes sliding into that western jam that i talked about earlier from it doesn't matter that we saw earlier in the year Slightly after four minutes, perhaps this will be something we see from that score that Jake and Brendan put together for the still-to-be-released film Canyonlands. If you did not hear about that, I will link the info in the show notes. I know they were working on that prior to this run of shows, so there's no doubt that they were working on something that we would see spill over into Humphreys. Changing its mood a few minutes later getting some balls to it, and then dancing back into that previously mentioned jam, only for a second, and then schizophrenically changing again and going back into that aggressive jam, also only staying there for a short time, before merrily dancing back into Phil's, bringing the first night of this run to a close. Night two in Athens, October 18th, would start off with a Joel solo show at a private residence. He was playing the piano in the living room of the home of Ryan and Sloan Dorbin in support for the Jerry and Susan Cummins I Love Math Educational Scholarship Fund. Joel told me that they raised $1,500 from that little event, which is very, very awesome. I did put the information in the show notes where you can donate to the fund if you would like to. Of course, this intimate show sold out. There were only about 50 tickets available. Joel did share a set list on his Twitter, which if I'm able to share that post, you'll be able to find that in the show notes as well. Anyway, Joel played Flamenco Sketches by Miles Davis, Root Beer Rag by Billy Joel, Arabesque Number 1 by Debussy, Everything in Its Right Place by Radiohead. And I did want to mention right before that, um, there is a bunch of improv that happened. Prelude Pour Le Piano by Debussy. Memphis Stomp by Dave Grushin from the Firm soundtrack. Casey Blues by Charlie Parker. Peg by Steely Dan, the only song during the show that Joel sang. Jessica by the Allman Brothers Band. 
into Orfeo and then back into Jessica. It sounds like an absolutely beautiful time. Shout out to Ryan Dorbin for giving me the details of this amazing evening. You guys are so awesome for opening your home for this. And I want to shout out Ryan's wife, who Ryan said was the real MVP, getting the house in order to have all these guests over. I personally would have had next level anxiety about cleaning my house if I knew that Joel was going to be in my living room. I would have been like scrubbing doorknobs and all this crazy shit. So shout out to her for getting that all put together and having everybody over. Shout out to Mark, a.k.a. the Sultan, for being honorary page turner for Joel during this almost hour-long performance. Also, Mark's band, Fox, played the after party after night one. Joel and Sam sat in for a tune. Very, very awesome. And you can find Ryan Dorbin on Twitter. His uh, handle is at RJ Dorbin. I will link it in the show notes if you'd like to give him a follow. All right, so let's get to the Umphrey Show, night two of three. The evening would kick off with the silent type, heading off on its own adventure slightly after three minutes, calming things down a few minutes later, but continuing to dance along, kind of like wading through this thick brush or something. Coming back out the other side and back into the silent type slightly after nine minutes. No Diablo next with a nice little shout out to huge Umfreak Parents podcast supporter Rob Turner. He is the co-host of the Inside Out podcast. If you have not heard of his show, um, I will link it in the show notes. He has a couple of episodes with Umfreak's interviews that are really great definitely check them out. And after the recent Tabby New Year's Eve run, Rob was very kind to invite me to have him on his show, talking about my favorite moments from that run. was very, very, very grateful for that opportunity. And I will link that episode in the show notes as well, if you'd like to give it a listen. Hurt Birdbath next. And we knew we were in for it when Bayless says, that they're going to slow it down and play a love ballad, we know we're going to be getting something. This one begins to dig its heels in slightly after two minutes, continuing to build larger, spilling over back into her birdbath about four minutes later, beginning to get very eerie as it forges forward. Shout out to Andy and Chris, building the intense authority of this jam as it continues to mature snowballing this massive energy that explodes and resonates all over. I just absolutely love that part of the song visually and hearing it. It's just my favorite. Night Nurse dancing out next, coming down about seven minutes, slinking along, sort of dragging itself, getting a little tipsy and uneven at one point, peeking itself up, about 10 minutes as it sprints towards the finish line, seductively changing directions and stepping into mail package, slipping into this filthy jam, starting with Stasic, slightly about two minutes, sinking in a little further a few minutes later, but not too deep, coming back out a short time later and back into mail package. Transdermal celebration by Ween next. 
covered a total of five times, including this one here. Last played at the Stone Pony in 2017 on July 9th. This was debuted at Summer Camp Music Festival on May 22nd, 2015 with Gene Ween during the God Boner Meets Gene Ween set. The first set of this evening would close with a bold standalone puppet string, beginning its journey about five minutes and embracing this sort of metallic sound about three minutes later as it opens to reveal its dark and heavier side, wrapping itself up into a whirlwind, finding its way back into the conclusion of Puppet String to end that first set. Set two would be a wonderful nothing too fancy sandwich with the beginning of this adventure sinking in slightly before nine and a half getting a little sexiness to it a few minutes later, seductively continuing on before haphazardly moving into Hangover, Bayless getting everyone in on the booty wax chance, looks coming out next that would not only be unfinished, but was also, in my opinion, a great version of this song. This one has been seeing some real growth in the past year, year or so, not wasting any time embarking on its adventure less than two minutes later, aggressively building up as it collects this massive and intense energy, toying with the idea of going back into looks. But as I mentioned, this would be and remain unfinished the whole evening. They do not come back to this looks at any point. Instead, they take it and float into FF, starting its expansion about five minutes, giving itself a moment to breathe before rapidly gathering itself all back together and setting off to soar out one more time, coming back down to earth about 11 minutes with Joel playing us out. Love when he does that. Conduit next, followed by a very dramatic buildup into the conclusion of Nothing Too Fancy to close out the second set of the evening. And encore for the night, just one song, a cover of the David Bowie tune, Let's Dance, covered a total of 28 times, including this one here. Scene played two other times this year, July 6th in Quincy, California, and on January 18th in Cincinnati, Ohio. So that's all I have for this episode of the show Anything referenced this week, including the set list for the shows discussed, as well as where you can listen to them, can be found in the show notes. If you have any questions or comments about anything talked about in this show or any other episode, please feel free to reach out. I absolutely love hearing from you guys, so please do not hesitate to contact me. How you can do that is in the show notes as well. And thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week for the conclusion of this amazing three-night run in Athens, as well as the recap of the show in Knoxville, Tennessee. I'll see you then. Much obliged.